Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Folks, it's great to be back with you. What an honor it is to be with my co-host, Stephanie Wesco. And Stephanie, how are you today? I'm hanging in there, Doug. Praise God. Folks, just to let you know what's going on, I there are people inside my house putting flooring down. And uh, so I am literally sitting in the old Chevy truck in the driveway in big red. So you may hear a little bit of air conditioning because I'm in South Carolina. And Stephanie's over at her, ch- at her church. And so uh, the, the sound may be a little off on this one, but we believe uh, the Word of God ministry is important. And we're going to keep going. And so, Stephanie, we finished up 19, looked a little bit at 20, and, and here we are in the second, uh, we're in the book of Philippians in the second chapter, in verse number 20. Now, after this, so these people have just come through a week, uh, where their last three days, I believe, uh, was Liberty giving her testimony, I believe, uh, or maybe that's next week, I don't know, but before they've heard this, they, they're going to hear Liberty's testimony. Mm-hmm. They they heard yours. They know a lot of what's going on. And here we are. We went through uh, old Philippians 121, you and Charles verse there, the one you wrote a book on. And, and here we are in Philippians. And I mean, there's some raw stuff here with you. Admittedly, as we go through some of this, it's it's hurt you a little bit, hasn't it? Um, It's been sandpaper, but a good sandpaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, there's been a little bit of tears and uh, a little bit of stuff going on in our lives, and and uh, but here we are. And the Bible says in this in uh, in Philippians two, it says, "I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state." So you know, men who think like Paul, men who think like us, women who think like us, that's rarefied air you're in when you run across people like us. When you run across people that want to serve God, that are all in that uh, to die is gain that you know that talk about uh you know if i die that's great if i don't it'll be better for you i mean i think that's what paul's talking about here what do you get out of that when paul's talking about there's no one like-minded what comes to your mind i think paul had a very small circle of people that verse tells me he had a very small circle of people that he felt when the rubber met the road, he could count on who would care for those he loved the same way he would, that he could just know and trust, would um, give the same ten- attention and love and um, pour their heart into the people he loved the same way he would. And, yeah. you know, kind of like be there as his proxy, so to speak. And, and do you think some of them, you think some of this is, is temperament, Stephanie, having the having the right attitude you know we've been we've been talking and I mean this is uh, uh, this is our hundredth and eleventh podcast and and certainly if there's been one defining thing that's happened throughout the podcast we've done is it's been dealing with attitude or temperament do you do you see that in this yeah well I think you have um, the heart Timothy was a pastor and Paul had a pastor's heart um, in many ways, he had the heart of a shepherd, um, and Timothy obviously had that heart as well, as we see, um, you know, he became the pastor at Ephesus, 
I believe it was. And yeah. Um, so, you know, Timothy had that shepherding heart. And when you look at the book of Philippians, I, I would definitely look at Philippians as a book written, um, as you know, from a pastor's heart to his people. Um, it's got the balance of challenging, encouraging, um, you know, a little bit of exhortation going on, but a lot of cheerful encouragement, challenge, you know, challenging that church to become all God had for them to be. And um, there's a love that flows from the book of Philippians, a love for Christ, a love for the people. And I think Timothy had that heart. Yeah. Um, I think to, if to anything, Timothy tended to, you know, Paul challenged him in the book of um, Timothy to, you know, um, I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, to preach the word, be instant, season out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort. So Paul had to challenge Timothy. It seems extra in those ways because Timothy's heart was very much, he wanted to help people. He wanted to be there for them. And that's that's what I get from this passage, especially considering the context of Philippians. Um, it's a gentle exhortation book um, for the most part. And I see that that being Timothy's heart. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? It it comes back to me and people I've evaluated over the years, and you know they would have uh, all the talent in the world. They would, you know, they would have these certain amount of skills. Uh, you know, they had the necessary time, but they just right. didn't have the attitude. You know, and, yeah. and and I believe I believe that's a big thing that we all need to stop and look at here, as we're going through these podcasts and say, God, is my attitude right? Am I willing to esteem others yeah. higher than myself? Am I willing to put Christ in the number one position? Am I willing to make Christ my all in all? Is he first? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, it's like that old acronym, joy, Jesus, Jesus first. And, oh, others, others second. And uh, then somewhere down the road, worry about yourself. And, uh, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and I think that's so significant here. I think that's, I think that's really important to what Paul's saying. He's saying, listen, I can, have a, I can have a ton of people. I can have, uh, you know, people line up that know the Word of God. I can have people line up that have accepted Jesus Christ. But, but to have somebody that's like-minded who will naturally care for your state, it, I, you know that word naturally and that word care, you put those two words together, what does that mean to naturally care for someone's state? Um, I think it means that you would care for them the same way you would care for yourself and in some ways more because you know you're doing this verse comes after the whole passage talking about Timothy after the mind of Christ. Yeah. And so there's that Christ like selflessness. Um you know, where you're loving and caring for that person on a level deeper than you would take care of yourself. It's a, it's a sacrificial it is. care. It's, it's, it's a whole, it's a life change, really. You know, mm-hmm. we change from this arrogance and pride and trying to be the best in school, trying to be the best in college, trying to be the best in life, trying to come in first, trying to do all that. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. we pull out God's rule book here in the book of Philippians and, whoa! Wait a minute. Yeah. You know, uh, things are changing. I'm looking for like-minded people that I can trust. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for like-minded people uh, that that put my people first, that put me first, and then secondly put my people first. 
and Timothy yeah. can do that. That's what I'm getting out of that. That it's a that Timothy's a different cut. He's a guy, you know. He's a podcast listener, Stephanie. He's <laughs> not only is he listening, he's taking some notes here, and uh, I, I think that's what that's talking about. And then then that next verse, and I mean, boy, you want to talk about a change of things? It says, "All seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ." And you know, I think if there's one curse in Christianity today, I think if there's one curse in the local church today, uh, I really believe it's a lack of commitment. I believe it's a lack of sold out people. Yeah. I think it's a lack of like-minded people. I think, man, I think it's, you know, right there, man, everything is right there, right up front. You know, if, man, if you could take a handful of sold out, like-minded Timothys, and put them in any local church in America, I'm telling you, they'd have a greater penetration into the community than we could ever imagine. And uh, yeah. and and so you see that all the, all seek their own. What, what do you think that means uh, when we seek our own and, and not the things of Christ? I think it's the, I think it's the counterfeit. It's Satan's counterfeit um, for Philippians 121. And... Paul is talking about believers in that verse. Yeah. He's not talking about the lost. And right. it makes me think of the verse where Jesus said, um, For what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And Jesus was talking about people who profess, you know, they profess the name of Christ, but their life, their conversation, everything about them when the rubber meets the road revolves around themselves and that's the human natural tendency yeah um for any of us but a christian that's really sold out for christ and whose life revolves around living christ yeah. and living jesus it's not about them and what paul's saying is for all is a big word in other words the majority of christians and this is a choice they make. But Paul's contrasting Timothy to <clears throat> what normal Christianity, and I'm not saying normal in the sense of what it should be, but what the status quo is, is in the end what you do is done for yourself. And um, what's scary is Timothy was in the ministry. Yeah. And yeah. so is Paul here. What What question is raised in my mind is, Obviously, Paul's including ministry people in this, and that's heartbreaking because Paul's saying even people I know that are in the ministry are seeking their own. Yeah. They're not seeking the things that are Jesus Christ, and that's heartbreaking because yeah. that still is the case. And I don't know if it's the case in um, other countries, but I know in, in our country, I know in um, ministry, people I have witnessed in the ministry, it is about themselves. It is about what they get out of it it is about their level of control or popularity or whatever and oh it's 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 such a blasphemous contrast Boy, to what we're supposed to be living for isn't that the truth and uh and, and and you know and again i hate doing these army comparisons and but you know they just flow naturally for me like things that flow naturally from you growing up as a pastor's daughter and overseas missionary and and uh uh, but you know, boy, this is—it's—it's it's a telling thing uh, when you get somebody mm -hmm. who's all in. You know, all of a sudden yeah. you find yeah. yourself transferring work. You find yourself 
trusting them with the keys to the car. You know, you, you find them trusting them with your soldiers and the things you're going through. And, and uh, that's what Paul's talking about. Paul's saying, hey, this guy can naturally care for you. You know, it's a different level, man. I can trust him. He, you know, I, I don't have to tell him, hey, when you get there, uh, look out for this, look out for that. No, he's going and sold out. He's going in looking how he can help. Yeah. He's going in saying, how can I make a difference? How in the world, uh, you know, can I make a difference here? What does God have for me with these people, with this house? And, and you know, uh, the funny thing here, uh, or the irony, is we know a lot of this in life, don't we? You've got a couple real yeah. uh, wonderful friends. As a matter of fact, a couple young ladies right now are, are with a lady who suffers from PTSD and helping her through. And, and I mean, they're all in. They're like-minded. They're like-minded, yeah. and I, I mean, we could beat this up, but you know, the bottom line is, friends, and I think this is why God has us looking for this, is, is, is we, need to, we need to be all in. It's easy to be all in in the Army for some reason. It's easy to be all in in the Navy or the Marines or the Air Force or the Coast Guard. That's easy, but I don't know what it is when people are serving God. Uh, we just got to be all in with God. We, we have mm. got to jump in both feet serving God all the way, all in. And I think that's what God, and, and we see, you know, this example of his service. I think here in verse number 22, Stephanie, it says, ye know the proof of him that as a son with the father, he have served with me in the gospel. And, uh, uh, you know, he's saying he's always been there. You know, he's, and uh, a lot of people will, will use this as an expression that, you know, that t Paul is Timothy's father in the ministry. And certainly we're seeing that there. And, uh, uh, you know, he's all in, he's, he's, he's making it happen. He's, you know, we were talking, I was talking last night with a brother who's here doing some ministry and, uh, he's actually working on floors and, and, uh, he had mentioned to me that he had took over his father's or his uncle's lawn business. And his uncle told him, he said, I can't give you anything but my name and don't hurt my name. And he talked about how he built that lawn business up as a kid. You know, he was, I think he said he was 11 and, uh, he wow. built it up to where it paid the bills, you know, and uh, but the mm -hmm. name, you, you know, his uncle's name and, and nephew's names on the sign. And and we're, we're not going to bring any shame to that name. And and, and I think that's mm -hmm. what's going on here. You know, the proof of him, a son is a father. He has served with me in the gospel. And, you know, I could remember that when when I went to work with my stepfather, I was all in, man. I was sweeping up, I was cleaning things, I was doing whatever, you know, he worked in a mill and I really wasn't able to run machines or anything, but I was on it. You know, I'd go get soda, mm -hmm. I'd go get coffee, I'd clean up things, I'd put things aside, I'd lay out things for the next run of wire or whatever the case may be. And, and, uh, and what Paul's doing is he's, he's saying, you know, Timothy's my son in the faith. He's me. If I'm not there, it's, if Timothy's there, you're all set. You're all yeah. set. So how do we get there, Stephanie? How? I mean, you were raised in the church. You've you've met one ministry person after another. You've been, uh, and how do you get? And I'm sure you know some sons that are like their fathers. How do you get there? How how would you tell someone listening today? Well, how do I earn a name like Timothy did? What would you say to him? Well, that doesn't come overnight, for one thing, and it doesn't come a real good name doesn't come by um, promoting yourself. And Timothy had that mind of Christ. He was a servant. And um, I think the first, you know, the first step to having a good name is coming to that point of surrender of saying whatever God 
you have for me to do, I'm willing to do. And then being willing to follow those steps. And I think it's important that you find someone um, who evidences those, you know, you can see the evidence of living Jesus in their lives. Yeah. And um, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. And so Timothy could pattern his life after Paul. And, um, you know, being willing to humble yourself and put yourself under someone's authority who you can see as a meek and humble person who walks with God. And, um, you know, be willing to, to, in a sense, because they are following Christ, be their disciple. Yeah. And be willing to be mentored and trained and um, be yeah. willing to go through that process of growing. And you hit, and I, and I think that's uh, I think this is all significant here. You know, Timothy was no raw uh, recruit. You know, he wasn't somebody mm-hmm. that just signed on. He'd been there since he was a boy. It, it was so exactly yeah. what you said, folks. Is I think exactly what Stephanie said is what we got to understand. It doesn't start day one, week one. You earn this. You know, you're you're there when you need. It. And it's not just about doing the work of Paul. It's taking care of Paul. Yeah. There's more to this than just doing the work of Paul. Yeah. I mean, he said, hey, this dude, he's, you know, he's my son in the faith. He's all in. And, uh, yeah. and I think that's so significant. I think that's so important that we understand that there's more to this. And, uh, and the more to this, or the most important thing to this is, you know, it starts at ground zero. It starts as a raw recruit. It starts in basic training, learning your Bible. It starts in paying attention to the little things. It starts in mm-hmm. making a difference. It, you know, it, it all it all builds. You know, people want a shortcut to success. Yeah. They don't want to take uh, step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. They want to start at step ten. They want to say, yeah. well, look at me. You know, I tithe. I do this. And, and folks, great. I'm glad you're doing that. Thank God for you. But if you want to be that person, if you want to be that that son in the faith, if you want to be that person that your trust can, that your church can rely on, that your pastor can rely on, that your family can rely on, that uh, uh, that your husband or wife knows you're all in. If you want to be that person, it starts in the beginning of the Bible. It starts mm-hmm. reading your Bible. It starts learning your Bible. It's more than just a couple sermons a week. It's more than uh, yeah. listening to Christian music. I mean, it's learning God's will for our lives and and i think that's what paul's getting at here he's you know he's been constantly building here in the book of philippians and over and over again he said you know the proof of him and he's saying hey listen philippi you know that timothy's made of what he needs to be made of so i don't want to hear any junk you know timothy's been by my side he's been the guy who's rescued me he's he's been the guy handing me stuff in jail. He's been the guy looking out for me. He's been the guy making sure I eat because they didn't feed you in jail back then. Your family and friends had to take care of you. He's been the guy who's been willing to fight next to me. He's been the guy from the beginning who chose Jesus Christ uh, to be his savior and has lived that life. And so, you know, you know, I, as we come to an end on this, I mean, to me, this just really comes down to a, a, a couple points. And I think the I think the biggest one being is, friends, if you're listening to this today, and uh, be all in. Uh, just be all in. Yeah. Give yourself 100% to reading God's Word. Uh, you're, you're, you're making, you know, here you are listening to our podcast, and, 
And, and so we are well aware that we're preaching to the choir, but we're also well aware that the choir needs preaching to. And, uh, you know, the choir still needs to study the Bible. The choir still needs to uh, know what God's Word says. The choir still needs to take us to that next place. And, and, and I think that's what Paul's getting at here with Timothy. And, and, and we're going to keep growing. Man, this just gets better, Stephanie. Every single verse seems to get better. And so any closing words as we wrap up these last few verses? So we went from 19 through 22 today and, and finishing with that great example of tested service. Uh, any words you'd like to give our listeners today? I would just say, you know, choose, choosing to be a Timothy means you're choosing to um, give your life to the Lord, to be that living sacrifice. And God, you know, Paul was inspired to write this book. Yeah. So God gave us Timothy as an example, um, you know, for every young person out there. Um, from a young age, Timothy made that decision to be all in for God. So if you're a young person out there, um, if you're an older person, start. If you're a young person, don't waste don't waste the energy and strength of your youth. Be all in for God. Yeah, yeah. And there it is. Be all in, folks. Be 100% in. Be willing to serve. Hey, again, you've honored us by coming into our airwaves and spending some time with us. Thank you for being you. And listen, some of you out there, I've heard from people in the last week, Stephanie, of people thinking about terrible things like suicide and hurting themselves and wanting to check out. And listen, that's not God. And uh, we'd love to help you, you know, just uh, find our personal pages, find uh, uh, help for uh, uh, wounded spirits and leave us a message and we'll make sure we get a hold of you. We sure do love you folks. And we pray that you have a great day and uh, may the Lord bless you. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you real soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.